Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Check out our blog at DIYMoney.org. That's DIYMoney.org. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Daniel, you know what that reminded me of? What? Do you remember uh, Prestige? Prestige Worldwide. What movie is that from? I, I don't know. Uh, Step Brothers. Prestige Worldwide. Boom. Worldwide. <laughs> Prestige Worldwide. Well, spending too much time on YouTube. DIY Money. DIY money worldwide. All right. We are a global entertainment company. We are a global entertainment Focusing company. on financial education. Wow. And Keep going. Frugal living. There you go. For your debt journey. That's those are all the hashtags you can follow us on. Oh, yes, on Insta. Let's on have Insta. an Insta. Let's have an Insta update. An update Insta instantly. Really? Right now. Instantly. Yes. What's going on in the Insta world? I mean, you're you're killing it over there on the social. Follow us on Instagram if you haven't already at DIY.money. Don't follow that at DIY money guy. I don't know who he was, but he caught it first. Yeah, well, it's about to be trademarked and we're coming after it. Sure, why not? (laughs) But uh, yeah, we've been following a lot of folks, interacting with a lot of folks uh, on the Insta. A lot of people, uh, I guess because it's still towards the beginning of the year, we just got through taxis and so forth. We're seeing a lot of people that are aggressively uh, paying down debt, hitting some good goals and milestones and so forth. So uh, a quick couple shout outs to uh, some of the accounts that we were uh, following recently. Uh, first is Laura over at Changing Our Family Tree. Uh, paid off the car two years early, just a, a week or two ago. Boom. Huge. Uh, which resulted in over half of their total debt from starting uh, goal to, I guess, total debt payment. Half of their total debt being uh, paid off so far. It wasn't just the car. There was some other stuff, but... Uh, the car payment being paid off resulted in them tipping the scales. Half the debt paid off. So that's awesome. That's That's huge. Good job, Laura. Yeah. And then uh, Erica over at time to shrink underscore Erica. Uh, Student loans totally paid off. Wow. And uh, what I found inspirational uh, about sort of Erica's journey is she's not, her Instagram account is not just talking about uh, her financial debt payoff journey. Uh, she's really being disciplined in all areas of, of her life. Um, and really that's parlaying into, I think, her financial journey, which is a is a great episode that we'll do in the future. How discipline in one area really overflows into discipline in the other. Get it, Erica. Nice job. Anybody else over there on the Insta world? That's it so far. I would look up more, but we're taping this on my phone, which is what I use to interact on the Insta so that I can put this on the Insta. And so I'm going to need more phones here in a few. Wow. Lots of stuff going on in the Insta world. No, hit us up. It's exciting. We like to know what you are doing. Uh, if you are on this journey with us, or maybe you're just new and you're you're just stumbled upon us, and and we'd love to uh, we'd love to know what you're doing, uh, what you are going through, and I think also let us know what tools, if any, other than just discipline and uh, and and uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Go get them. I don't know. I don't have a. I don't have a word for that. Motivation. Motivation. Tips. Yes. There you go. Uh, enthusiasm. If you're using any tools out there, uh, I always like to. Uh, I always like to to see what you know. Software apps. That that sort of thing. I'm. I haven't found any that are quite frankly for me that are very helpful. But always interested in uh, what people are using. All right. Let's get right into it. 
uh, to parlay a little bit, we kind of bounce a little bit back and forth, you know, talking about this this road to financial freedom, financial success. Uh, you know, weeks ago, it, it, we started with starting a budget. And that was one of the very first podcasts. And we talked about the step as far as tracking your expenses. Critical. You cannot start a budget without tracking your expenses. Uh, we have sprinkled in on occasion, and we will do that, uh, you know, forays into the investment and or personal finance world, maybe a little bit more in the weeds. So uh, things like your 401k or Roth to a flame or uh, what else have we done in, in that world? Uh, the index fund uh, podcast. So we're going to kind of bounce back and forth. I think uh, next episode coming up is about paying off debt. Uh, mathematical, you know, reviewing is is the Dave Ramsey debt snowball appropriate or do we want to tackle high interest first? We'll have our views on that. But we're going to go back to a show that we did a couple weeks ago or just a, a week ago or so talking about the mistakes uh, that people make with their finance. And we got a lot of positive feedback about that. Uh, we went into you know a world where we kind of beat people up a little bit. We talked about some personal stories. And now we're going to focus a little bit on the positive lessons to be learned from those mistakes. And we're going to kind of touch upon those areas a little bit more. I want to delve a little bit deeper into some of the financial mistakes because uh, a lot of times we only deal with them in the rear view mirror. Oh, I made this mistake and it was five years ago. Well, what we don't do is we don't really get into that and say, well, what did you do to get out of it? And what did you learn from it? And now how are you doing things differently? And so we want to talk a little bit about that today. Uh, Daniel, you, you kind of put this on our radar. So uh, I think it's great, and I'm excited to share some stories. But what were you thinking about when you came up with this title today, looking at the positive uh, feedback from mistakes made? Well, nothing specifically, but I I did feel like we kind of beat up on our audience a little bit, talking through mistakes. Even though we really talked about uh, mostly our own mistakes, uh, there was still sort of an era of um, you know harping on the mistakes. But when you really think about it, a mistake is an opportunity to learn, especially when it comes to your financial journey, because your financial journey is really an endless road. I mean, it just kind of ends when you die, essentially. Um, so, you know, there's going to be speed bumps. There's going to be mistakes along the way. There's going to be uh, twists and turns that you don't expect. And so those are all really solid opportunities that you can take something away and learn. So I think we each talked about a few of the mistakes that we had made. I know uh, I foolishly bought a car in about the most foolishly consumeristic way possible. And uh, you shared kind of the experience of the house that you and your wife purchased down in Florida. So, I mean, what are some of the stuff that we can learn from those experiences? Well, here's something that I probably learned earlier in my life. I can't pinpoint when or where, but I certainly used it uh, and applied it towards this experience, and I apply it towards many experiences. So we bring let me bring in our career a little bit uh we manage money for a living and we help people with financial retirement plans etc we make mistakes often now that isn't we try desperately not to make a mistake in the planning phase uh working with somebody developing 
you know, uh, cash flow projections, retirement projections, et cetera. But we are compensated uh, based upon making decisions in the investment world. And there might be economic conditions that we're trying to predict or we're trying to take all sorts of data and formulate opinions. And newsflash, they're not always right. And so we are often uh, measured in, in success terms by how quickly we shift, how quickly we change. And the detriment, the potential catastrophic problem would come if we didn't change. And so I think we have this a little bit of an advantage over general consumers or general you know, population because uh, they're not you know, they, they don't they don't have to make decisions in that manner all the time. And they might say, hey, this is my plan of attack and I'm sticking with it no matter what. And they might not be in a job or a profession where if if it's not working, they have to change quickly. Sure. And so uh, looking back, I think what I learn or I can reiterate a lesson that I've learned many times before is that we didn't stick with the bad decision forever. It didn't become this perpetual thing that I still am dealing with. And that is one of, I think, the most critical lessons to be learned. It's that when you are making or you make a financial mistake, a decision, the minute you realize that, and I don't mean the minute someone calls it out or it's so bad that you go, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm forced to deal with this. No, the minute you realize that little voice on your shoulder goes, that wasn't smart, that wasn't right, maybe you shouldn't have done that, you need to rip the Band-Aid off as quickly as possible and change that situation. So in the situation that I was speaking of, we had to bridge the gap. There was no way. We couldn't have given that house away when we moved. We couldn't have. The, the entire, uh, if you recall the story, we bought a home, not at the peak, thank goodness, but even if we had, so what? Uh, I'm bunting a little bit when I, I'm hedging a little bit when I tell the story because <laughs> I don't want to sound like a complete uh, 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 idiot. But, you know, we, a lot, look, a lot of people were in the same boat. We bought as it was coming down, but only a year after the peak. And so we had a little bit of a hedge, but not a lot. But there was no way when we left the state of Florida that we were going to be able to sell. It just wasn't going to happen. In addition, I was not going, and a lot of people did this, I was not going to just walk away. Okay, uh, I, I did not feel I wasn't in a financial situation where uh, it was dire. I mean, if it was dire and I, and I was going to, you know, I couldn't pay it, then it would be a different story. But I had a financial obligation. I was in a contract with a bank uh, that's called a mortgage, and I, I needed to pay it. But selling it was out of the question. Uh, if I could have, no question. I would have said, you know what, take the loss, move on. I'll, I'll make it up elsewhere. Um, but I couldn't. We rented, we brought in rental. Thankfully, there was that ability to bridge that gap. But the minute we could, the minute that the market turned to be able to liquidate that property and move on, we did. We did immediately. It wasn't this long range, well, now we have it. 
We're going to have to be landlords for the rest of our lives. It just is what it... No, it wasn't the case at all. So the lesson that I relearned once again, learned at some point in time long before that, and I still to this day will, will utilize, and I see this constantly, is people will not do this, is if you are making a, a mistake, if you have made a financial mistake, if you are making a financial mistake, stop. Stop right now and make a decision to go in another direction. And you say, well, Quint, uh, I made the mistake by you know buying that car. This is a perfect example. I get this all the time. I made the mistake. I bought a, a you know $45,000 car. I probably needed a $25,000 car, and I can't sell it because it you know it'll only bring 35. Now I got a newsflash, and it's not very popular. You know what? Sell it for 35. Take your hit. And instead of buying the $25,000 car, buy the $15,000 car. And and here's why. If you can eliminate the anxiety and the pressure over the financial mistake and the monthly outflow, okay, that is happening. If you can eliminate that and free yourself up or at least at minimum reduce that, then your psychology, your your ability to sort of act will will grow exponentially. You see mistakes cause fear and they and they they freeze people. They 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 freeze people from making another decision for fear of making another mistake. And they get frozen. And a lot of times, you know, when people come to us, they're in the midst of mistakes they've made. And I think one of the, the positive attributes about us is we don't hold back, obviously. Uh, which, look, that's stupid. Don't do that anymore. Uh, let's sell this. Let's do this. And we've had people who have dramatically changed their financial future because they made some uh, massive choices to remedy mistakes they've made. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead. That was a good soapbox. But I think the point that you're really getting at, and it's really important coming off of that episode talking about money mistakes, is that you know it really does not end there because the entire future, the road forward, starts right now. Uh, so you have the journey ahead of you. Looking back and, and dwelling on those mistakes and going, you know, if I hadn't done that, I would be here. Or if, or if this hadn't transpired, if I hadn't made this uh, stupid decision, oh, I'm an idiot, whatever, blah, 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 blah. The fact is, is that a lot of what's happened, already happened, you can't change. You can start to rectify it, but you actually, you can't go back and unwind or change that decision. So what you need to focus on now is what can you do to start changing that course, to start changing the trajectory that you're on. If you don't like where you're at, the only person's responsibility to change that is your own. Uh, there's nobody else that's going to you know, come in and, and, and pick you up and dust you off and go, okay, I'm going to change this. For now, you can listen to us and get motivated and get some hustle in you to do that, but no one else is going to do that for you. You have to be the one that looks forward and goes, you know what, I don't like the road I'm on, I'm going to make a turn, I'm going to make a change, and I'm going to start looking forward down the road, not behind me. A lot of this is so closely related to anything that you will read or digest in the um, in the success world. So, you know, if you're reading Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich uh, it's about personal development. It's about success. And a lot of the same principles apply. Uh, there's tremendous amount of overlap. It's one of the reasons that this area excites me so much. And I find it ironic uh, that there isn't a better bridge towards this discipline uh, approach or 
this sort of attitude of, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to change. I'm going to make things better. Um, and you're absolutely right, Daniel. It, it, you know, the buck stops here, right? So if I don't make the change, it's not going to miraculously happen. And we have a pandemic in our, in our society where, uh, people feel, I have no statistics, uh, to, 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 you know, to, to bring out today. Uh, but people spend countless, uh, dollars playing the lotto or scratch-offs, hoping that, you know, one ticket will change their financial future. And that's really sad because the probabilities are not such that that's going to transpire. Uh, but they still do. They, 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 will, they will spend that money hoping that something changes. When in reality, if they spent the energy needed, you're still, despite the challenges, we're in America's greatest nation in the world, in my opinion. And you still have the greatest opportunities out there no matter what. Okay, it's just directing and changing and possibly making a switch. This is a huge crossover. And it reminds me, I mean, just real quick, a story that um, bumped into a a young couple one time. I I never forget this. Bumped into a young couple. They were referred. They had some money problems, uh, struggling student loan debts, et cetera, et cetera. And the the individual uh, won't bring his name out, but many of our listeners may, may know him, may know of him. But this is years ago. Um, he was for a local uh, church, a very large local church. He did all of the media. He did all of the the you know the television, video, etc. And from the moment he arrived, you could I mean it was like a Spielberg, like you were sitting in your chair watching your service, and then they'd cut to something, some video, and you'd be like, "What just happened? That's just ridiculous." So this kid ends up, and and we're talking. You know, what do you do? Oh, I do all the video for this church. What? You do all that? Oh my goodness, this is amazing. Oh, I'm, I'm really impressed, et cetera. Well, finds out he went to Full Sail, uh, the school in Orlando. You know, he, he's been doing this for years, et cetera. So we're talking, we're learning more about their financial situation. And I, I, it's pretty clear. I mean, they, they need to be a little bit more disciplined, save more, you know, the basic stuff. But in the midst of the conversation, I said, I said, what do you want to do with your life? You know, what, what is it that you want to do? And he said, uh, well, I want to I make movies. I want to. I want to make uh, make movies. I want to be a you know videographer or editor or whatever. I want to be in the movie business. I said, okay, and and I was kind of. I said, how many movies are being made in Lexington, Kentucky? And he said, well, <laughs> you know, not many. I said, so what are you doing here, right? And so he said, well, you know, we this and that and 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 again, it, it was. They had financial responsibility. They had debt. They had landed here. He took a job. And because of that burden of the finances, all of the great ideas and the and the journey and so forth just kind of died. And I said, that is absolutely ridiculous. Long story short, I challenged him to set a plan to be in Hollywood within the next year. Okay? And there, there was nothing. Well, we can't. That's nonsense. I remember him saying, you know, well, we have these expenses, we have this, uh, we can't, and this is a fluke, I would say it's a God thing, um, but they were paying a, a pretty decent amount for rent, and one of their questions was, our lease is coming up, should we renew? I got on the horn with a buddy, has hundreds of properties, and I said, by any chance you have any vacant properties over the next six to nine months that you could, at a reasonable rate, lease 
to a couple of my friends who are trying to get out of debt and make a move to Hollywood. He said, I'll do even better. They can move in for free. They got free housing for the next six months. They applied that money to debt, saved up money, moved out to Hollywood. Guess what? Boom. Making movies. Making movies. Following his dream. Why? Because he made some decisions and made some changes, and the rest took care of itself. What else, Daniel? Well, I think what you're really getting at uh, at the end of the day is, though we're talking about DIY money here, and money is in the title, we do have to remember that money is the tool. And so when you make a mistake and it costs you money, or if you think you're chasing after money and that's going to make things better, you have to start looking in the mirror first. Because if you cannot uh, start and be disciplined with where you are right now, that winning scratch-off, that winning lottery ticket, whatever it is, that good fortune that comes, you're not going to be in a place with the discipline to really manage that and make the most of it. So start now with what you have today. Start where you're at today and start down the road that you want to be on. And hit us up. I want to know what journey you're on. What are you doing right now to improve your situation? And what have you learned from mistakes that you have made? Hit us up on the Insta. That's Instagram. Instagram. DIY dot money. DIY dot. Cool to throw a dot in there. Yes. DIY dot money. All right, friends. We're going to sign off. Remember, the secret to wealth is real simple. Spend less than you make. Invest the rest. And do it for a long, long time. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's show. Be sure to check out all that we have on the blog, DIYmoney.org. And if you haven't already, leave a review so your friends know that this is a show worth listening to.